I haven't really considered style very often. Not not that I don't like style or appreciate it or, or, or even that I don't understand them. It's it's mostly that I've never really felt like they applied to me. And I and I've I've kind of regretted that a bit. I was looking around the spaces that I have now and, and the other day and, and kind of thinking, what would I want them to look like? And that's a very difficult question for me to answer. That's that's one of those those infinite task kind of questions, which is very, very dangerous. If you're not familiar, an infinite task is is essentially one in which there's uh, enough possible considerations of things to do or outcomes that it quickly grows beyond the possibility to keep it all in mind. Um, that's one definition of it anyway, spontaneous definition of it. But I, I've been I've been kind of wondering what would the style what style would I want years ago and I've, I've probably told this story a few times here but years and years ago when I was younger there was that uh, that dream that everyone has probably at some point unless you're actually already a millionaire which is what if I won a million bucks what would I do and inevitably one of the things that I would want to do would be have a really cool place to live turns out a million dollars doesn't really get you nearly as much as it used to but we will pretend that we are in the economy of the 1980s or so. But I remember I remember trying to figure out what I would want to have for a house or for a home, for a, a home base. <laughs> I think it was closer to a superhero base at that point. And the problem was I could never settle on a single kind. Instead, I kind of imagined the si- something the size of a shopping mall and, you know, keeping in mind that my conception of what a shopping mall was when I was uh, in my preteens and teen years um, was a lot smaller than most shopping malls actually are. Um, I hadn't only I'd only seen a few shopping malls at that point. Uh, and and what's funny is is I think here uh, in in this city the conception of a shopping mall is also changing because it's not necessarily as big as it used to be. And there's only one now. Well, sort of. Anyway. It would have, and the shopping mall concept actually appealed for another reason, because it, it was not that I was going to have a singular thing, a, a one theme which ran throughout the entire space, but in fact, I would have essentially boutiques, and every so often, the theme would change. Um, I, I remember going through the mall, and I love to walk through the mall. I still love to go walk through the mall. I don't do it very much anymore, but uh, I, I've always loved window uh, shopping. I've always loved looking at all the possibilities that are there. I still do this all the time. I, I do go to this, go to the dollar store and I can actually spend some money. And, and the amount of money I spent is minuscule when compared to the amount of things that I've gotten. Yes, it's a whole other thing about things and possessions and so forth, but let's, let's dog ear that for now. Thank you, Clinton. Um, but uh, I would walk through the mall and what I liked was the variety. And what I still like is the variety. I would go from store to store to store. Now, I wouldn't necessarily go in every store. There are very few clothing stores I would actually venture into. I've never really grokked clothing, I guess you might say. Um, and I still don't. I, I, I look at the clothing I have and I think, you know, what do I want to wear? Actually, that's one of the questions that's very difficult for me. Because not only because of the reasons I've already outlined, but because I don't see my clothing. Uh, it's the same reason I don't really care what my car looks like most of the time. Although once in a while you see your car from the outside and go, oh, okay. 
but I'm not really worried about a little dent or a scratch here and there. I'm not really worried about it being a sexy color. I'm worried about whether it starts in the wintertime and if it has the appropriate grip on the wheel or on the ground or, or whatnot. That's more important to me, which is not to say that I completely dismiss aesthetics. I, I like the look of a pretty car. I, I, I absolutely love the look of of the classic Chevys or, you know, the the even a Hummer is an impressive looking vehicle. I never want to own one, but I can understand the aesthetics. I do get the aesthetics. I just have no desire for the aesthetics for myself. And similarly, when I see a model or a, a superstar or whatever, and I see how cool they look, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. I'd love to look like them. I don't. <laughs> and there's no one in particular that I want to impress with how I look, which is why I'm also perpetually single. Uh, not perpetually. That sounds wrong because I've been continually <laughs> single. It's not like it has, re has returned back to a steady state. It just has been a steady state. Not something I, I approve of. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't dress, I wouldn't dress for others. I guess I could dress for others. But at the same time, I've known that when I've had certain kinds of clothing or when I've worn even sort of costume clothing, I know that there is a feeling that I get. There's a sense of myself. It's really bizarre because when you think about it, the sense of yourself comes within. It is strictly from within. And your conception of yourself does not have to match your exterior form, but there is a sort of weird reinforcement. Sometimes it is about just the way the clothes fit and how they feel on you, how they how they hold or free you in different ways. It can be about the heat or the weight or the breath or, you know, sometimes I, I switched to a different kind of underwear and I noticed, oh, this is so much more comfortable. Does it look any better? I don't know. And nobody's judging me for my underwear, but uh, it did make a difference, an aesthetic difference, as well as a physical difference. But the physical difference was the more important. But that said, the exact opposite is true when it comes to the space around me. It is the place that I'm looking at all the time. I spend most of my time at my office in my, in my apartment. Some of the time I spend in my room in my apartment. I put my PVR in my room this time. Because I have a lot of things on my PVR I haven't watched, and the only way to watch them is directly watching them off the PVR. Everything else I watch remotely. Most of the time I'm watching TV on one of my monitors connected to my PVR indirectly over the network. But to watch some of the older stuff, they age out. It, it's an absolutely stunningly uh, retro, not retro, retrograde. Yeah, let's, let's use that word. It's a retrograde system of having artificial time limits on how long I can watch something I've recorded. I used to watch stuff that I recorded on videotape that might be three years old. And now to do that, I'd have to be in the room with the place, the thing that the voice that I recorded it on. How ridiculous is that? Anyway, side note. But I was thinking about watching things. We're coming up to the beginning of the Hallmark season. In fact, the Hallmark season has already begun. The Hallmark Christmas season has already begun. The alert should go out. Awooga, awooga. The Hallmark Christmas season has already begun. I won't watch any of them until after Halloween. For me, the, the, the point of, at the very least, October 1st to October 31st is a time set aside for the enjoyment of Halloween, time set aside for the enjoyment of creepy things in a more dedicated way. Have I really kept to that as much as I would like to? No. But all of the wallpapers on my computer are definitely Halloweened. Uh, and I've been buying 
a few Halloween decorations. I have a, an adorable um, big skeleton beside me here, like a six-inch skeleton. It's great. Uh, so I don't I don't watch them until that point. But I have a whole bunch of them from last year that I didn't get to because, honestly, there are a lot of these stupid movies put out, and I watch them all. <laughs> I have ambition to watch them all. It is not a hill I should die on. It is not a cross I should bear. It is not any of the analogies. It is just – it is literally a choice which I, I have I've embraced, but also a compulsion. <laughs> Talk about tapping into, you know, uh, OCD or ADHD or whatever. Anyway, I feel compelled. And I enjoy them. I, I still enjoy every single one of them, even though the plot may not be all that good. Some of them are really bad. Many of them are really bad. Um, some – like all the movies I watch, like everything that I experience, it is not it does not bother me to watch something bad. It bothers me to watch something that has no redeeming moments in it. Even if it's good, if it doesn't have a redeeming moment, it scores less than a bad movie that has a redeeming moment. What's a redeeming moment? Uh, I know it when I see it. It's, it's art. Um, anyway, I have these movies I got to watch, and I'm going to have to watch them in my bedroom now. That's just the way that the system is going to work. Unless I installed the PVR in my office, and that just feels like I would never leave my office. <laughs> and honestly, uh, I feel like I, I, I want to leave my office from time to time. If I'm in my room watching TV, I'm not going to be on a computer with six other windows, theoretically. But uh, I probably will have a tablet or something. But I was thinking about what would, what would it be like to do that? I haven't really done that. Uh, I haven't really watched any TV in that room yet. I did watch a little bit the other day when I couldn't sleep, but that was just me sitting in the other office chair that I have in my in my bedroom because, of course, I have a computer set up in my bedroom. I, I have a computer set up in every room, mostly. Um, and it was okay. But then I thought, you know, the reason I put my TV where it is is so it's in line with the bed, and I have the biggest TV. My biggest TV is in there. So what about changing this space? And that got me thinking about aesthetics and practicality and utility. I was looking at getting a, a wedge pillow of some kind, a firm pillow to create a back. I don't have a couch. I haven't had a couch in, I don't know, 30 years. <laughs> I've, I've sat on other people's couches. Sometimes they're not all that comfortable. But I really like couches. I really like couches. I don't have a space for a couch. I haven't had a space for a couch in a long time. The only way I'd have space for a couch right now is if I got rid of the chairs that I actually own. <laughs> Seems kind of counterintuitive to throw out things that are actually good for you. Well, good, still good. Anyway, um, so make a couch out of my bed, and then I started to think about well, what do I want to have around me? What what would I want to what would I want to look around and see? And why do I want to look around and see anything? Um, why are aesthetics important at all in this situation? And often they're not. And and Honestly, most of the time I don't get to aesthetics because I'm overwhelmed with all the stuff that I have and I can't organize it. In the office I'm sitting in right now, that is exactly the case where I have not yet moved everything in. And in fact, this morning I realized I need to completely rebuild this office. Everything has to move. Almost everything has to move. And I think it will be better. I don't know when I'm going to be, get a chance to do that because it's going to be a massive task, but I'm going to do that. But that also got me thinking about but what would I want it to look like? How would I want it to look like? What sort of, con, you know, consistent view of it would I want to have? And actually, one of the elements of it is not to be consistent necessarily, 
but to be changeable to steady states.、Um, steady state patterns are ones that might undergo change, but they return back to known fixed states. So while they might change for a while, they return. And the idea of a steady state pattern or a steady state aesthetic is one in which the overall room doesn't necessarily change. The bones of the room don't have to change. Once I've made this complete change, I hope to never move these tables again. But I can map over that space whatever decorations I want. And most people do this. Most people do this without thinking. You dress up your house for Halloween. And you dress up your house for Christmas. Maybe you have a fall aesthetic and a summer aesthetic. You pack away your summer, your summer, your winter clothes. You pull out your summer clothes. You get different.、Um, you know, people get uh, themed. Um, I have a themed、uh, dispenser for um, uh, soap, liquid soap. I happen to have a Santa Claus one. Um, I wouldn't mind having, say, I don't know, a bird for spring or a, a cactus for summer. I don't know. I really have this. Don't really have that aesthetic all worked out. But the idea being is that they always have the same things, but they look different.、Uh, another pattern, another aspect of this is getting because、um, I have a whole lot of posters. I bought a lot of posters over the years because I love the idea of a poster. I love it as art. Uh, I love it as a, a representation of me. A lot of my posters do follow some of the pop stuff that I like. I have a whole series of Stranger Things posters, for example, and then I have, you know, I have、uh, posters for everything. But I can't hang them all, and some of them I've never hung. I've hung them with uh, uh, that that tack stuff before. After the last apartment, where I had to pull all that crap off the wall and basically rub the wall down to get rid of it, I'm never doing that again. But I want to elevate this. I'm nearly fifty. I can afford a little bit of elevation, and honestly, I'd love to. I'm going to buy poster frames, and then I thought, well, it doesn't have to be the same poster all year round. I can, in fact, rearrange the posters, put different ones in, make them seasonal, change them out whenever I feel like it. I can use all my good china, so to speak. I saw a video. I think it was today,、um, randomly on Facebook or something. Facebook, TikTok, who knows? Who cares? YouTube, maybe. It was about a fellow who, who basically did exactly that. He had his living room, and he said, "You know what? It's time for a change." And he kind of moved the couch off to a different wall. He put the he hung the TV on another wall. He, he made a few minor changes,、uh, and then the whole thing was a, a room that was changed. An entirely different look, same stuff. He didn't install or remove anything; he just put it in a different place. And I love that kind of versatility.、Um, but figuring out what that would look like: Do I want to have a goth look to my office? Do I want to have it be spooky? Do I want to have it gamer themed? Do I want to have it as、uh, Lego themed? Do I want to have it as uh, uh, dark academia? I love the look of dark academia. Um, all of these attract me, and I'm trying to. I, I want to do them all at once. And what I end up doing is just all of these are bits and pieces. I I have the plastic skeleton before beside me. I have a a beautiful um, uh, uh, glass hourglass that has some golden beads inside. I have、uh, my gaming books at one side. I have all of these different aesthetics all jammed together because I get them piecemeal here and there. 
And I really want to have, and I think this would be extraordinarily calming and peaceful, I really want to have a coherent look in any one of my spaces. My space of work is the same. Uh, I've been kind of thinking about trying to create an aesthetic there as well, as opposed to kind of the, the end result of accidental choices along the way or practical choices made. I kind of want to go non-practical for this. Anyway, that's what's on my mind. I've been wondering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. These are long. I'm out of practice. I will try to get better at it. The same thing applies, by the way, when I'm thinking about this podcast, when I'm thinking about anything I want to write, when I'm thinking about anything I want to do. There's a, an element of who am I to all of it? And the answer is not simple. <laughs> the answer is not I am X. The answer is I am a lot of things, and choosing among them is really tough. In any case, may your choices be easier. Maybe you figure this all out. If you have, please let me know. In any case, I will apparently try to keep consistent, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.